it's not the full menu. It's a snack-sized portion of chef Timoni. Here's your host, Graham McLennan. Welcome to your Friday morning, and welcome back to Chef Demoni. Thanks very much for joining me. I'm recording actually on early Thursday afternoon in the super cool Williamsburg neighborhood of Brooklyn. We are staying here with a good friend who has a fantastic condo that looks right out onto the East River and into Manhattan. So we've only been here a short, short time. We arrived yesterday morning, but we're having an absolute blast so far. This is a continuation of our honeymoon, and yes, I am doing more podcasting on my honeymoon with my wife patiently sipping on coffee and waiting until we can go for lunch. I'm actually recording in this, I'm just looking around now, and it is so beautiful, this brick-fronted building and ivy and trees and grass everywhere. I'm recording in this sort of hidden garden behind a pastry shop on 6th Street in Brooklyn. The the shop is called Caprices by Sophie. And out back, uh, I'll, I'll put a picture on Instagram. They've got this beautifully cute little garden. And B actually just went back into the shop. I'm the only one out here right now. There are a few apartments looking down, probably wondering what this guy is doing, speaking into a microphone at a table by himself. In any event, that's where I am. So I'm sipping this great... Americano Misto. I just had a nice little gougere as a snack, and I'm so happy we stumbled upon this place. It's just a perfect little spot to do a quick recording. We are almost ready to go for lunch and then into Manhattan. So I'm just going to record a quick episode about some upcoming shows on Chef Timoni and a few of the things that we've enjoyed so far in New York. So coming up, we've got two episodes in the works so far uh, that I've actually recorded interviews for. One is with Chef Jesse McCleary at Pilgrim Restaurant. That's on Galliano Island. I've mentioned it before. I'm actually just trying to think of what would be a perfect pairing for that interview, and I think maybe one on natural wine. Don't hold me to that, but I've got an idea of what might make a great pairing for the talk with Jesse. Anyway, Pilgrim, a wonderful place, as I've said before, and I think you're really going to like to hear from Jesse. He's a friendly, mellow, talented guy. It was a real pleasure to speak with him. Another episode that I have recorded is with Laura Tucker, a new friend who lives in Las Vegas. Laura is an attorney there. She is also a food enthusiast, a craft beer enthusiast, and I recently discovered a runner, and I've done some running in my distant past, so that's another point of common interest that Laura and I have. Anyway, we also had a really fun discussion. I'm looking forward to sharing that one with you, too. I'm actually going to be meeting up with Laura in a few weeks. We head to Las Vegas, uh, I guess, the second week of November, And she tipped me on to an event called Sour Saturday. So I bought tickets and we're going to meet up with Laura there. And that's an all sour beer craft beer festival. Really looking forward to that. That's going to be in downtown Vegas at the Atomic, uh, what is it called? Atomic Liquors, which is one of the oldest, maybe even the oldest freestanding liquor establishment in Las Vegas. Anyway, sounds great. Really looking forward to that. And soon on Chef Demoni, I will be bringing you that discussion that I've had with Laura. One other event that I wanted to point out that's uh, that's already happened, uh, and if you follow Chef Timoni on Instagram, you'll have seen lots of pictures of it. This was the Growing Chefs Gala that happened last Sunday, and it's an annual fundraiser for a wonderful organization called Growing Chefs. For years and years, I sat on the board. I recently retired from that position, so although I'm still biased in favor of the organization, I guess I am technically independent now. Anyway, it's a great group. It was founded by a very good friend of mine, pastry chef Mary Schwartz, uh, more than 10 years ago. This was actually the 10th anniversary of the gala dinner. And it's an event, as I say, that happens every year. It's at the Pacific Institute of Culinary Arts on Granville Island. And it's unlike any other culinary event I've ever been to. They have 
many, many restaurants that support the gala. So the chefs come out, prepare wonderful food. The chefs, the restaurants are paired with a local producer. So that could be a farmer. Often will, um, uh, well, in every case, really will have uh, wine pairings as well. And they, they put up this great food, great wine. And the really different, interesting aspect to it is that you actually get to wander through the kitchens, the teaching kitchens at PICA, the Pacific Institute of Culinary Arts. And so it's crowded and bustling, but you're up close with the chefs. It's wonderful. And talking to them and they're handing you plates of food and telling you about what they've put together. So it's a really, really fun event. Very worthwhile. It it sells out every year now. But if you can get tickets, keep an eye out for it. Growingchefs.ca. I'll put a link in the show notes. And that will be coming up again next October. If you're in Vancouver in October, I highly recommend it. It's on Sunday night. Another really nice thing about it is that it's fairly early. It runs from 5.30 until about 9. It starts shutting down maybe 8.39. So it's a pretty controlled, mellow evening too, uh, which is to say it makes it easy to get to work the next day. Okay, now to New York. As I say, we've only been here a short time. We arrived yesterday morning after taking the red eye from Vancouver. That's a bit of a grueling flight, but it's really efficient. Uh, It's the Cathay Pacific flight, leaves Vancouver at about 11 o'clock and flies overnight. And then with the time change, you land in JFK at 7 a.m., We cleared customs quite quickly. It was actually, knock on wood, relatively painless. And then we took a couple of trains and into the city. As I say, we're staying with a good friend in her great condo in Williamsburg, feeling very grateful for that because New York is not an inexpensive city. And so we made our way into the condo. We had a quick nap there, and then we went out exploring the neighborhood. So one place that we found almost immediately because we were in search of coffee is called Donut Plant. I'll put a link to their website in the show notes as well. Really, really fun. They do all sorts of donuts, as their name suggests. And four of the options that they have are actually done with a sourdough starter, which is near and dear to my heart. And there was a copy of a New York Times piece that had been written on the donut production. Apparently, it took six years to tweak and perfect the donut recipe on the sourdough side. So they've got three sweet creations, and then also, very dear to my heart, if you're a long-time Chef Demoni listener, you know that I have an ongoing thing with Cachui Pepe, and they actually have a donut, a Cachui Pepe-flavored donut. Unfortunately, the Williamsburg branch of Donut Plant did not have it yesterday, so I'm going to keep going back until Sunday. We leave on Sunday evening and really hope that I get to sample one of those donuts. Anyway, that was a great introduction. We were still a bit bleary-eyed, but had a great cup of coffee and then went on our way. One place we tried to go to, we did go in, actually, uh, but they were having some sort of trouble in the kitchen. I don't know whether, whether it was plumbing or electrical. Anyway, they were not able to serve lunch when we were there. I'm going to undoubtedly mess up the pronunciation. Zupla, it's D-Z-I-U-P-L-A, a Polish restaurant, right on Bedford Street in uh, Williamsburg in Brooklyn. We had gone there on our last trip here last year. Uh, we actually stumbled upon them for happy hour, and we ended up having many more pierogies than drinks because they did this happy pierogi happy hour it was wonderful so that's actually where we're headed after i finish recording this introduction we're going to head back there and hope that they've solved the kitchen problems and that we can have a plate of pierogies and then get on with our day in new york Okay, then we spent what I really love doing in New York, almost more than anything, even though there are incredible, of course, restaurants here, art galleries here, museums here, incredible live music here, there's incredible everything here, but 
my favorite thing to do really is just to wander around the various neighborhoods. And so we spent a lot of time in Manhattan yesterday, Greenwich Village. We spent a lot of time in Soho. We had a really nice tapas lunch actually at Bocaria, which uh, I think is a bit of a chain, has a few outposts, but very, very tasty, simple food, quick, and we were on our way. That was great, and then we wandered around a little more, went into some kitchen shops, just took in took in the neighborhoods. And then later in the afternoon, we went to a place called Art Bar that a friend recommended. And this is my friend Arliss from Thunder Bay. She's a, a long, long, long-time friend. We used to work together in a, at a summer job way back in the day. And she now lives uh, here in New York. She lives on Long Island. And we met up with, uh, uh, with Arliss and her brother John. And so that was great. So they had suggested Art Bar. So B and I got there a little bit early. And it was this tiny, cute, little cozy place. But I looked at their Instagram, either their Instagram or their website, while we were sitting in what turned out to be the front room of Art Bar. And it said that this was one of the very few places in New York City that actually has a functioning fireplace. And I sort of looked around and thought, wait a second, I I don't see a fireplace here. And so then I walked up to the bar. They didn't have servers in this room and, and put in a drink order with the bartender. And then looked to my right and there was a little hallway that connected through to this enormous back room. That was so cool. High ceilings, brickwork candles burning and a fire crackling away really really neat so and and almost pitch black very very dark lighting so we quickly moved from the front to the back uh this was just b and me at the time and then arliss and john showed up and we had a couple of drinks with them and a really nice time so this was just one of these great experiences that in my experience only happens in new york you stumble on these places that that seem to have just like this garden i'm recording in right now that just have these amazing parts to them So that was a wonderful first afternoon, first happy hour in New York. And then after that, Bea and I took the train back into Brooklyn. And then we did some walking and we wound up for dinner at another favorite place. I've really got to start going to new places or more new places. But there are so many great places that I've been to before that I want to go back to. And this was the Four Horsemen in Brooklyn. Again, if you're here, highly recommend checking it out. It's small, it's cramped, it's noisy. It's sort of a younger crowd, and pretty much every crowd is younger to me these days. But anyway, a bit of a younger crowd, and really great staff. You could tell the kitchen team, semi-open kitchen, they seemed to be having fun, very young-looking cooks. The servers were great, friendly, competent. It was just a wonderful experience start to finish, even though we had to stand for probably half an hour, 45 minutes before we got a table. Uh, but we had some wonderful wine while we were doing that. It was a bottle of, of Pinot Noir from, I forget the producer, because I don't really track wine all that closely. But what they do very, very well is source uh, natural wines. And this was uh, a terrific bottle of Pinot, very reasonably priced. And we sipped on that and then went to our table. And so here's what we had. I'll give you the quick rundown on food, and then I'm going to get going for pierogies. We had a starter. We had... Uh, tartare, basic. No, not tartare. Uh, well, raw. Carpaccio. It was a Wagyu beef, thin slices of Wagyu beef with matsutake mushroom. So, so good. And some cheese on top. It also said uh, pickled shizo on the menu, but neither of us could really pick it out. So whether whether the mushroom just sort of overwhelmed it or there wasn't a lot on the dish, we don't know. But we asked our server and she kindly brought out some, like a little dish of these pickled chizo leaves so we could taste them on their own. And they were super delicious. So we had that, and then we had two mains we shared. We had a Berkshire pork sausage. Again, super simple, but wow, was it good. And served with an arugula salad dressed in a bit of olive oil, a bit of mustard on the side. Like, boom, simple, but really, really good. And then a gnocchi dish that was excellent with some comte cheese on it. 
super rich, but not a lot of it, and it was wonderful. And to finish, I'm not a huge dessert fan, but something caught my eye. I'm definitely not a cheesecake fan, so I'm not sure why this appealed to me, but it did, and it was Fiordalatte ice cream, so a cheese-based ice cream. Bit of an odd choice for me, even to have dessert at all, and certainly to pick that. And it had a sabé on top. Man, it was excellent. It was so, so tasty. Anyway, Four Horsemen, go there for natural wine, for great service, for a bustling, loud atmosphere. Really fun as a couple. Uh, the only other time I've gone was as a foursome or a fivesome, and that was great too, because it is so bustling and loud. It's a great spot for groups. Make a reservation. We did not do that, and we paid the price a bit. We had to uh, to wait, but it was fun. We stood around with a glass of wine. Okay, I do not have a chef interview lined up in New York City. However, I do have an interview lined up with a New York City chef, and this is Sarah Jenkins, Chef Sarah Jenkins. She is the chef owner of Porcina, an Italian restaurant in New York. Again, we went there on our last trip here. We're planning to go again on this trip. Wonderful spot super great fresh pasta a cheese locker everybody needs a cheese locker can't wait to get back there and i reached out to sarah unfortunately well, not really unfortunately i'm very happy for her and a bit jealous she is off to italy very soon so she's not able to do an interview well and she actually has another restaurant up in maine where she is right now and then is, is heading out to italy so Unfortunately, we're not going to connect live and in person here in New York on this trip, but we have now connected and we're going to do a remote interview. So I'm really excited to speak to Chef Sarah. That will be coming up soon on Chef Demoni as well. All right, that is all for today. I'm going to leave this beautiful little secret garden. I'm going to find my wife, I hope, in the pastry shop. And we're going to head off to Zupla for pierogies and fingers crossed their kitchen is up and running again. Look forward to connecting with you next week. I'll have much more to say, I suspect, on the topic of New York. In the meantime, please remember to rate Chef Timoni, leave it a star rating, write a review if you have a few more minutes, and subscribe to the show. You can do that wherever you access your podcasts. And as always, I do love to hear from you, so please get in touch. You can do that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or just send me an email to graham at cheftimoni.com. All right, thank you for joining me for this almost live episode from New York City. I'm Graham McLennan. I'll see you next Friday, right here on Chef Demonio.